Episode 2, Part 1, Gluttony and Addiction. They go hand in hand, but how? Always remember, if you focus on the negative, it will appear bigger. If you focus on the positive, you will find strength in the Lord. If you are willing, Jesus Christ can lead the way. Father God, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much for being a good, good father. And I am loved by you. And it's who you are that makes you perfect in all of your ways. I am feeling blessed to know that you are leading the way on a journey many call life. I call working to enhance the kingdom of God. I'm learning, Lord, that in order to grow in Christ, we have to learn to become slow to speak and quick to listen and slow to become angry. In other words, the Lord is so sweet and humble. And I translate like, shut up and listen sometimes. You'll learn something. First thing in order to be broken from addiction, there is always a seed that was planted and it grew into addiction. What's the, what is the seed of addiction? Gluttony. They go hand in hand, but how, Lord? How? I beat myself up all the time, every time. You clean me up. I go back and put dirt on my face so that the people around me would let me be around them. Lesson one, the first step to having wisdom is to fear the Lord and the knowledge of the holy of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 9:10. Once I read that passage, I didn't highlight it the first time. Once God showed me he true what he truly meant by living according to the word of God, I had to go back and highlight when I started, when life started getting hard for me, he led me to the same verse I skipped over the first time of reading. My first lesson to learning the fear of the Lord was in 2009. I was living worldly, but on a level many was afraid to go on. I was a single mother without a clue on how to raise a kid. When I was still trying to go hang out with friends and party, once I had my daughter, I had to take full response. I knew I had to take full responsibility for her. At this time, she was a little older back in 2009. So I was able to get a break. I was running straight into trouble and I knew it, but I didn't care. One night I went to the club and a girl handed me a Jesus track. I was hot and tired. I used it as a fan and threw it on the ground like a piece of trash. She asked me for prayer. I said, yeah, but I didn't want to stand there with her. My feet was hurt. I was tired and I was ready to go home. I was in the hills all night long, girl. Move out my way is what I was thinking. But, you know, I tried to be nice because she was talking about Jesus. That's what I always learned. You're supposed to be nice. I wasn't satisfied with life until I had to do something to get in trouble. I was a drama queen. I complained so much. I got on my own nerves. Like, how do you get on your own nerves? I'm like, Lily, what are you mad about now in reflection time that I spent with me and the Lord? I missed out on opportunities because I gossiped and complained too much. People would laugh, but I hated who I had become. I didn't fear God at that time. I didn't think he was real. I was too stuck in my ways. I couldn't see how blessed I was to still be alive after the crazy, after the many crazy and foolish things I did in my past. I was being ungrateful, I was being an ungrateful spoiled brat who thought everyone owed me because I wouldn't take no for an answer. 
that could have resulted in me throwing a temper tantrum, screaming, yelling, fighting, cursing, crying sometimes. But when I would lash out emotionally, expressing my feelings, no one would listen to me. Until later, I figured out why. Who in their right mind would take the time out of their day to listen to me? <laughs> Someone that like goes back and forth between emotions like constantly, just completely unstable and all over the place. Yeah, and I realized that I wasn't alone. But many have a good way of hiding it, and I just never learned how. I tried many ways, but the Lord was always there to show me and to let me know that there's a more excellent way. And I just had to continue to follow him to find it. The fights didn't do it. The breaking of things, destroying my communities and schools didn't do it. The sex didn't do it. The money didn't do it. The men didn't do it. The fence, the idea of living a fancy life didn't excite me that much. Deep down, I was hungry and thirsty for God. And every time I go to him for answers, he gives them to me. And sometimes it hurts to see the truth. Nothing I tried in the world would do it. I was a people pleaser. I walked on eggshells for everyone because of how I was treated by people who heard a, who held a title in my life? My mom, my sisters, uncles, friends, teachers, you name it. I had it out for everybody. I was so closed in because of the secrets your family teach you to keep on the hush so they can keep up an image that looks good to the public eye of who they strive to be for the public. But when the world, but in the world, you're forced to put on so many faces. Ladies, I know many of you put on makeup to hide your true identity, but God knows who you truly are. Men, no matter how much material things you gain in the world, you can't take it with you after you spent many years of pushing everyone away who was not willing to submit to your terms of living. It's prideful and then later all turned into meaningless junk. I remember years ago, many people thought I had it going on when I was living worldly. I turned into the very woman I couldn't stand for many years. I slowly started to turn into my mom. The more I held on to our past together, the more I was turning into her and didn't notice it. I learned earlier on, judge, and you shall be judged under the same standard. I thought I was better than her because I wasn't what they call a crackhead. Meanwhile, if Jesus didn't save me when he did, I would have been tempted just like her. I learned addiction is addiction and it shows up in many forms. My question is, what is the devil using to keep me quiet from speaking with God? Mine was many things, money, sex, food, dancing, working, the gym, anything that I can get my stinking hands on to try to fill that void that only God can fill. But the people I was around at the time didn't want God for real. I lived years for myself not fearing God at all until 2009. I would sleep at a friend's house. I couldn't stand being at home when the conditions was bad and we treated each other poorly. I would sleep and I had a dream. I was walking down the street in Orlando, Orange Center to be exact. 
I was looking up at the fire. I was stepping on glass and fire was burning under me. It wasn't burning me at first, but then I felt heat on my back. I woke up, no one was around me. I went back to sleep. I couldn't escape. I wanted to break free, but in a way I wasn't scared. I knew in life there's consequences. I chose to make them and bragged on it. (laughs) I heard an evil laugh and a voice that said, Jesus love you. I woke up the next morning, called my sister, told her my dream. She said, you're not on a good path. Turn over to God. I said, child boo in my mind. But I listened to what she had to say though. And still, I still did me. I was living fearless. I wasn't scared to die. Wasn't scared of jail. Like what's gonna stop me? My life went further and further down. I was gonna end my own life. I felt there's no way I can get out of this. I remember telling my daughter who was three at the time on November 22nd, 2012, my life changed. I told her she would never see me again. I have a bunch of I had a bunch of pills at the time. I was ready to die. No more. That's it. She grabbed my face and said, "Mommy, please don't go." I uh she kissed my eyes and tried to put back in the tears. I finished her bath, walked out, the pills in my hand. I never knew about suicide until I knew one of my friends years ago was suicidal and she always tried to kill herself. And I seen at the time that was the best option for me. I felt no one would miss me. My daughter needed a better mom since every chance my family got, they would call me an unfit mother. When I was the one trying my hardest to fully provide for her needs in any way that I could. I wanted to give up. Something I later learned, the Holy Spirit said, call your sister. The one I hated so much. Why would I try to call her? But I did it anyway and said, pray for me. She did it from that day on. I decided I tried everything else. Why not try Jesus? I learned all the questions I was looking for others to give me the answer. But each and every time I got led astray. So eager to try anything else, but rejected and pushed away God constantly. He was the one that has been leading the way tearing down strongholds and saving my life from the evil clutches of the devil. Jesus Christ forgave me and gave me a second chance when everyone else pushed me away because of how I treated them. The one I rejected the most chased me until I was willing to follow him by fully fully surrendering to God. I blame everyone else but me for my problems. Christ really saved me. What I did in my past and Christ is my future. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus, for showing my, for saving my life and showing me the way, Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I always like school. I love to learn, but they was teaching. But what they was teaching, I didn't always want to learn. But when I found an interest, something I liked, I stuck to it like glue. My top two favorite subjects in school was history, reading, and, you know, writing too. Like, they go hand in hand. I love to do research and to find the truth. 
the more I dug the in my research got but in Christ I get intimidated by how much there is to learn I thank God for this journey once I learn I have I have a purpose in this life in this lifelong journey and when you think you have learned it all you haven't learned anything and when you feel you haven't learned enough people be able to use you to learn more for the last eight years many would think that's a long time meanwhile i'm still a babe in christ i have so much more to learn and do and see in christ but with the knowledge the lord has blessed me with i have to live his word and be willing to teach others along the way I will learn and there will be times that I will have to teach. In Christ, there is no titles and gifts. No gift is higher than the other and no sin is higher than the next. We have to live to God's standards, not our own, to be honest. We don't have nothing without God and Satan doesn't have anything without us. We can be victorious in Christ. We will over we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. In the flesh, we see addiction. In the eyesight of God, he sees the devil's hands at work to deceive us. And if we are willing to live in this world, we have to be willing to not be of it. Great is he that lives in me than he that is of this world. We will become ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We will be able to give love through Christ. We can't give to others what we don't have. True love only comes from God. He's patient and humble, so gentle and calm. But the devil is messy. He loves to get you and he loves to get you leave a paper trail of your secrets and blackmail you not to share when in Christ we are taught to share. Hebrews chapter 5 explains it in full detail, but for the sake of time, I will give what I learned. I learned you should be teachers of the word of God. How many times are you going to go through the basics? We have been willing to, we have to be fully willing to live for Christ because he fully died for us. I know I come off as being harsh, but it keep, but I keep it a honey. I used to say a hundred, but because of the love of Christ, it's so sweet like honey. And each spoonful is sweet, golden color. It reminds me of the streets of heaven. I was weak and I'm becoming strong in the Lord. I was once lost and now I'm found. Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. Thank you for this abundant life. You had to die and sacrifice to give to me and everyone around me all over the world people i've never met my motivation isn't who's ahead of me but it's who's coming up behind me my goal in life was to give my daughter opportunities and to open her up to things that she wouldn't have had if i continued to choose to live in sin and make up excuses for it and then watch my daughter grow up just like me and struggled to find the truth she has been with me every step of the way from when i was living worldly until now i pray what she learns from christ she will learn 
and love to share with others. She has some of my ways in her, but that doesn't mean I could treat her badly, provoke her, and put a I'm your mama band-aid over her, over her wounds, over her mouth, or wherever it is that is causing her to come up against me because I'm her mom. She does as I say do. I wasn't, I was taught that I learned where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There's no way I can profess I'm I can profess that I'm free and leave my daughter in bondage. And Christ is bigger than just me. He has enough love for everyone. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I can't share the love of Christ alone. It takes as many people who are able to share the love of Christ in the many ways that God has provided us to share our testimony to be set free by him. To walk in abundant serving God isn't about tangible items. He is a supernatural God. He can open doors that no man can close. I used to love to fight. And now I know that the Lord fights our battles. I can focus more on Christ and less on myself. I struggle, but I can't quit. I have no excuse. The only thing that will hold me back is me. I learned to be in competition with myself. Then later, I beat myself up. And Christ, he will chase you. He will chase you of all. He will cleanse you of all unrighteousness and clothe you in holiness. Even though I'm older, never have I seen the righteous forsaken. When we take things into our own hands, they are too small for us to be able to handle life all at once. God has the whole world in his hands. If we use our hands to do his work, he will bless us abundantly. I always learn one person can make a difference. That's what Christ did for us. He made a worldwide difference. And if we are following him, he can light up the whole world if we allow him to do the work through us. And don't ever be afraid to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This prayer is for us to have knowledge that we are free and learning how to walk in freedom daily. Deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow Christ daily. The past couple of weeks, Lord, you have been laying this prayer heavy on my heart. I have tried many things to fill this void. I know only you can fill. I have been wanting to hide my face from everyone. I feel like everything I once knew and had is all a faded memory. It's like the show is over now. You find yourself feeling the same way over and over, but you can't fight the feeling that is inside. You want to let go of it, but you don't know how to move. You don't know what to do after it. What is life after? And how will people accept the new you? What happens from here is what I ask myself. And Lord, you're shining the light and showing me the way. Now I see what my granny meant by they hated Jesus. If you are following him, they will hate you too. Believe it or not, from the same mouth, how can a person say they love you, but as soon as they see you are doing something different, they will stop at nothing to put you back down again. From the same mouth, 
How can we go forth in the Lord and speaking dirty languages from our mouth? God told me I couldn't do it. And it got preached to me over and over, honor your mother and father. But it's so hard to honor someone that will curse you and say they love you. That is what your belief is until you find yourself doing the same things you claim you hate to see others do. Why does it bother you so much? I would ask myself, one lame excuse after the other. Let them live and let them live in their lives. It's bizarre to me at times when I think long and hard on it. I've done stuff and forgot I did it. And when I get reminded of it, whether it's good or bad, I have to face them. Some don't like confrontation, but their actions show otherwise. We all get angry. We all get emotional. But why do many try to hide their true emotions knowing deep down they struggle with the same thing or have overcome the same thing they see others struggle with and will choose to sit and let that other person walk away without saying a word. But many have called themselves holy. How dare they? But when the same opportunities they had come have came to me, I have done the same. <laughs> the Lord opened my eyes. Christ is everywhere. There is always an opportunity to share the good news at the go- of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've done it at work, passing someone in line at the store. You name it, anywhere you go, there's always an opportunity. And I understand when some of us get passionate about something and we start getting deeper into it, we get carried away. That's why we can't go out without Christ. If you plan to go out talking to random people, don't ever go alone. Even Christ had 12 disciples. It's never a good idea to be the one doing everything to steal the glory from God. Good help is hard to find. And Christ has a way of transforming a person. Christ is the head and not the tail. I have seen him take someone that never did anything before. And have became the best at it because of Christ. Because we are victorious in Christ. No matter how many mistakes we make. No matter how many times we fall short, when it all comes together in Christ, it comes out perfect because he knows just what we need. We have to see what Christ has done for us. And we have to also share what Christ is doing for us. If we try to keep doing what we are used to, how can we learn anything new? It's like showing up to an all white party with jeans and a t-shirt on. You'll feel kind of awkward and wanting to leave, right? Like many. This is how many true believers feel in Christ every day. We go through a lot. And as believers, we need to keep our frontline workers in prayer. They are facing a lot of enemies, both seen and unseen. The biggest attack God's children has ever seen is on the way. If you see it on mainstream news, you are too late. They have been speaking war and many hip hop songs since the early 2000s. They was talking, they was talking and take talking about taking over the world and we danced about our heads to it. I couldn't get enough of it when I was younger. 
until I learned never go outside alone at night. Same rules apply 24 hours a day, seven days a week, not just at night. I've worked day and night. The more they're out more on the weekends, but at night during the week, it's quiet as church mouses. I mean, people are going out getting their sleep. They're not out and about. You have some, but not many. We all need our rest. Some of us get angry because of lack of sleep. Instead of going to bed, we choose to do other things that will be there in the morning to do all night long. There is rest for us in Christ. There are many ways to make a net, but the question is, how wide are you trying to make it? But I will say this though. If you're going to the store to buy a net, you ain't looking for much. They always say the more the better, but I learned that one per that one person that shows no matter what, they will be there with you. No matter what it is that your heart desires to do, you can go out and do it and you don't have no worries. You're completely free. You don't have to worry about money. You don't have to stress about what people will say about you. That's only found in Christ. He can use many people to help you to the ultimate goal. But our ultimate goal is Christ. We can't be half stepping into the battlefield. The true battlefield is with your idle time. That gives the devil a chance to catch up to you. Humans move more faster than he ever can. For years, we have been programming our smart devices to become like us. We move too fast for them naturally. They have been slowing us down mentally through food and entertainment. By that, they have access to our hearts and can alter our thinking. How is it done? You are tempted with the finer things of this world. Then if you fall, it becomes an addiction. Demonic spirits drag you in a spirit with drugs and many other addictions. He gives you a temporary escape from the hard life you're creating for yourself. Each time you fall into temptation, it takes us away slowly from God. The more time we spend in Christ, the less time we will have for the devil. We have an uphill battle ahead, but what can we do? Christ is our comfort. He has what we need to armor up and speak the truth. They always say closed mouths don't get fed. Same with how they are, same with how the enemy is winning. They're talking, they're advertising constantly, but nobody says anything. But when you see one of your friends trying to do the same thing, you talk them down. Why? That's the enemy. They come with, they come to distract us with all types of things that pull us away from Christ. One commercial after another. Think about the situation. Every time you watch television, it's one advertisement after another. Someone trying to get your money. Another person trying to take your money. And the wheel continues to go. If you count how many advertisements on television, you'll notice there's more advertisements than there is the actual show. But who's counting? Laugh about it and call us dumb little humans. We are the ones teaching their machines but we choose to sit on what God has provided us with to fight naturally. 
I pray you will use me to enhance the kingdom of God. I pray you will open our eyes, Lord, shine a light in the midst of the darkness in our lives. I pray we will stop trying to live hidden lives and show each other the love of Christ. I pray you will use us to shine a light for our family, friends, co-workers, kids, etc. I pray that this message you have laid on my heart will encourage, uplift, educate, inspire, and turn their eyes to you, Lord Jesus. Have your way in our lives. This I ask that, Father God, that with the knowledge that you have blessed and bestowed upon my life currently, that you will continue to shine a light in the midst of the darkness, that you will continue to remove our stony hearts and replace them with the heart that beats for Christ and his children. I pray that as we come to you humbly, Lord, that you will give us drink, that your word will fill our hearts and that we will begin to apply your word for God. You said in your word that we must be hearers and doers of your word. I pray that you'll bring order to our lives and I pray that in Jesus' name that you will continue to bless and bestow upon me the full armor of God in Jesus' name the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name, the breastpiece of righteousness in Jesus' name, the shield of faith in Jesus' name, the sword of your word in Jesus' name, the belt of truth in Jesus' name, and the shoes of peace in Jesus' name. For it will no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up in judgment shall be condemned. Lord, I thank you. I pray that your will will manifest itself and come forth and be done. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.